Good evening and welcome to El Oso Fumar Takes. This is our 195th take live from Michael's Tobacco of Keller in Keller, Texas. I'm your host, Barry Duplissy, as always, and I'm so proud, so pleased, and so privileged to be with you all tonight. Yes, it's going to be a fantastic show. The top 10 cigars of 2021. Yes, I am not in the Alec Bradley Lone Star Studios, and there's a reason why. For those of you who have missed out the last couple of weeks, I'm in the middle of a move. And so the studio had to be deconstructed and reconstructed. And oh, yeah, you need this little magical thing called the Internet to actually put out this wonderful show that we do in uh, week in and week out. And uh, so don't have that. So uh, my good friend here, Brandon Payne, who's off camera, he is bowing. He should be. He's waving. Thank you so much for uh, letting this gent come by and uh, set up a brief shop here at the uh, at the close of Michael's Tobacco of Keller and uh, partake in some of the fine Internet as well as the fine establishment that it is. Uh, we're toasting tonight, right, Brandon? Yes, we're toasting. And uh, we're toasting to 2021 with some beer from 2019. This is good stuff. Cheers. Anyway. I'm really excited to I'm really excited to have all of you join me tonight. This is a different kind of show uh, from the shows that we normally do, obviously, for the other takes of the throughout the years. You know, we have uh, we have interviews and great conversations with people inside the industry. And I'm so proud to and pleased that you guys want to join me once a year to kind of see, like, what has Bear been smoking um, and what are his top 10 cigars of of the year? So. So give you guys some updated uh, criteria for what makes my top 10, uh, top 10 list, I think, a pretty unique compared to some of the other stuff that's out there. A lot of other sites, like my good friend Will Cooper, uh, they do, obviously, they do reviews. The same thing with Cigar Dojo, Developing Palettes. They all do reviews, and so that kind of centers around that, makes their top 25, top 30, or top 10 cigar lists of the year now so here are the simple criteria there's seven simple criteria for my top 10 list so just so you know it's got to be vitola based so it is actually specifically a vitola i'm not going to just name a blend or name a cigar unless it actually is a cigar that has no vitola it's just the name so um that could that could certainly be the case I and mean, there are some unique names out there and everything uh i have had to have smoked the cigar for the first time in the last year and a half so it's got to be 18 months old or younger. Um, that's the second criteria. The third criteria, very simply, it can't suck. Shocker. I smoke good cigars, you know? So I know that's a matter of opinion and everything, but hey, I have to throw it in there. It can't, the cigar can't suck. Uh, number four. Now this one's interesting, right? No limited edition cigars. Now we are going to do much to the chagrin of my good friend Will Cooper's uh, distaste for honorable mention. I do have five honorable mention picks tonight that we're going to lead off with. We're not going to do too much ballyhoo around him. I've gotten some feedback before that I spend too much time talking about honorable mentions. So we're just going to knock out the five honorable mention cigars, talk about why they were their limited editions. They don't qualify for the top 10 list, but they're cigars of note uh, that I really enjoyed. And I thought, you know, what the hell? I'm going to go ahead and mention them anyway. And uh, if anyone gets their feelings hurt, whatever, I'm drinking beer. So uh, previous number one, this is the fifth criteria. Previous number one cigar of winner cannot blend specific, uh, cannot be uh, a on this top ten top ten list or repeat as a winner. So, for example, uh, last year uh, was the La Barba uh, Rickshay uh, 
crew maxi soul that cigar cannot be on the steers top 10 list he, even if a different Vitola cannot win again. The Espinosa Habano number four was my first number one cigar of the year. It can never be again on the top 10 list, no matter how many times they do a, a different Vitola release, uh, which stinks because I absolutely love that cigar and love that blend. Um, had the box press Toro for the first time this year, that would definitely would have been a top 10 cigar for me. I've smoked a ton of that because why? Um, well, I'll get to number seven in a second. Six point of criteria. A company cannot have more than one cigar on the top 10 list. Okay. So this is very important. Uh, I don't want to have a flood of one brand, say, on the top 10 list. I want it to be equally represented. Um, and But I also don't want it to be dominated. So there's a chance that I smoke a lot of your particular cigars out there, manufacturers. Uh, but the reason you don't, you aren't represented on the list more than once is I'd like to spread around the love a little bit. Um, but you could be considered for an honorable mention. Seventh, and this is the big one, and this is kind of goes back to what I was saying just a few minutes ago, uh, a few moments ago, which is that this is the biggest one. This is the biggest point of criteria. It is the biggest point of the scoring system that I've set up to what will qualify for the top 10 list, um, and it is the frequency of smoke. Basically, I have had to have to have, I've had to have the means and opportunity and did in fact smoke the cigar frequently over the past year and a half. So um, that is why it uh, is very important. And that I think is, that is one of the defining characteristics of what makes my list unique is that it, this isn't just a cigar that I really enjoyed once smoked it once. I thought it was phenomenal. It's about consistency in a cigar that I've enjoyed smoking um, over the last 18 months. So, uh, so without further ado, uh, yes, Jay Davis, I am at Michael's Tobacco, but I'm actually at Keller location. So uh, thanks for pointing that out again. On location, the Alec Bradley Lone Star Studios is getting reconstructed, uh, being moved from Euless, Texas to Azel, Texas. So uh, that'll be awesome when you guys see that here in a couple of weeks. We'll get that set up for you and you'll see that rocking and rolling. Uh, so without further ado, let's go ahead and hit, get kicked off uh, with the uh, my five my five honorable mention cigars. So these are honorable mentions all for the fact that they're limited edition. They're not for regular production or they're not regular release. And um, you know what? I just smoked them. I enjoyed them. And there you go. So uh, two, two count them, two TAA cigars. Yeah, that's for you, Will Cooper. Two TAA cigars make up the honorable mentions on this, two of the honorable mentions on this year's list. Um, I absolutely loved a lot of people know this. I absolutely love the TAA Lost Angel uh, from Crowned Heads. I thought that was a phenomenal cigar, a very unique blend uh, put together by Luciano Meireles and Irario Pachardo of uh, Tabaculera Pachardo in conjunction with Crowned Heads. Really, really fantastic blend. Great cigar. Box press. Beautiful, beautiful flavor. Deep and rich, but also had this kind of this kind of unique, almost kind of bitterness. And that's a really, really faux pas word that you don't use when you talk about cigars because people like don't like to hear bitterness, but bitterness does offer some balance. And I thought in that particular cigar, that was the standout flavor to it, but not standout in the fact that it dominated the palate. It really made that cigar stand out, in my opinion. It made it balanced for what it was. So I thought that was phenomenal. I thought the Christoph uh, 605 Woodlawn was also 
uh, a phenomenal cigar. It was my first uh, try uh, of that particular blend, although people have been railing, uh, raving about that. I'm a big Christoph fan, and it's shocking that I've never actually tried that blend until this year uh, when they did a version of a, a different Vitola for the TAA, which I was happy to uh, grab and was able to smoke. Really, really enjoyed that cigar, too. Now, Crown Heads actually makes another uh, appearance on this year's honorable mention list, and that was a cigar that they did. Uh, again, uh, Luciano Mayrelis and Erario Pichardo did another uh, cigar for uh, John Huber and the folks at Crown Heads in conjunction with the JR 50th anniversary. It was their mother church, the Churchill that they did for them. Unbelievable cigar. Um, Churchill's don't really get enough play, in my opinion. It's a Vitola that's kind of become lost over the last few years. And it's a cigar and it's a Vitola that I specifically still really enjoy. Um, and so when they're done and they're done well, I tend to enjoy them. And that was a cigar that I thought was absolutely phenomenal. I really impress upon you, John, if you're listening or you're listening later, you and Luciano need to figure out how to make this cigar. And the folks over at JR need to make, figure out how to make the cigar regular production because I think it's absolutely Phenomenal. That makes up my third cigar on the honorable mention list. So we have two TAAs, Christoph and Crowned Heads with the Lost Angel. The Crowned Heads with Mother Church, their, their limited edition cigar with the JR 50th anniversary. And uh, a huge fan favorite that came out this particular this year. It was a cigar that was highly anticipated. I don't think that I think that goes without I think that goes without saying um, that. Um, I think that goes without saying that this is a cigar that a lot of people were on the edge of their seat about really, really pumped for. And I don't think it disappointed at all. In fact, it really made this honorable mention list. And it is because it's a limited edition cigar. He's only releasing them once per calendar year. And it's a, it's a brand that's been pretty, pretty on fire this past year when that is Ferio Tego. And so the namesake of that cigar, the Ferio Tego Generoso specifically, not the Elegancia, sorry, no offense to the Elegancia, but the Generoso is my, uh, my fourth honorable mention cigar. Uh, congrats to Michael Herklotz on a fantastic job of acquiring him and Brendan, uh, acquiring the Nat Sherman brands and uh, re-releasing some of those and then also putting out their own limited edition cigar uh, limited release cigar, annual release cigar, the Ferio Tego, uh, Generoso and Elegancia. The Generoso makes my uh, top 10, or excuse me, top five uh, honorable mention cigars uh, because it is a limited edition. And then last but not least on the honorable mentions and on to the top 10, because I know Coop's watching and he's just like sick of me talking about honorable mentions, but I think you'll agree, Coop. I'm rolling through this a lot faster than I did last year. Uh, but I have to hand it to uh, a great partnership uh, between two fantastic institutions, United Cigar Company, JRE Tobacco, and uh, Dave Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, the Abuelo uh, Nieta. The United Abuelo Nieta is an unbelievable cigar. This blend from JRE and United Cigars is a tremendous, tremendous feat. A really good, I mean, I think a, a, you can almost say it's a true collaboration. I really think the Abuelo is just a fantastic cigar. Really great blend. All, all the Vitolas that I smoked were actually really enjoyable. Uh, one of the few cigars that I can actually say that of this year where all the all the Vitolas were actually stand out. But the Nieto is actually my personal favorite. Um, definitely check those out if you can, um, where, wherever possible. I know that they sell them in, they sell them in 
some United accounts, but mostly it is a limited edition cigar only available uh, only available for uh, limited quantities and stuff like that. So that rounds out my my five honorable mention picks. So, yes, sir. On to the top 10 cigars of 2021. OK, quick rehash it's vitola base this is the criteria it's vitola base i had to have smoked the cigar for the first time in the last year and a half the last 18 months cigar can't suck no limited edition cigars that's why we just went through some limited editions of note for my honorable mentions a previous number one cigar winner cannot be in the top 10 or repeat as a winner no company can have more than one cigar in the top 10 however it can be considered for honorable mention and the big one this is the biggest point of criteria for me, and that is the frequency in which I smoke them. Basically, I've had to have had the means, the opportunity, and did, in fact, smoke the cigars frequently. I think Brandon's already trying to figure out what I've actually, what my number one cigar of the year is, but he, he more than a lot of more people, more than most people actually do know what I smoke quite a bit of, mostly because we talk quite a bit, but then he also sees my purchases um, quite a bit, so he probably has an upper edge over most people that are out there. So, um, all right. So number 10, now this cigar was a wonderful nod, if you will, a huge thank you, a tip of the cap to the consumers, to their fans, to their loved ones. And that was, of course, uh, the cigar that used to have no name, and that was the McAuliffe A. Churchill, makes my number 10 cigar of the year. Uh, I have told many people about this cigar. I think that McAuliffe absolutely hit a home run with this particular cigar. Since then, they've actually had a couple of more Vitolas with this blend. They have a Gordo that was released just earlier this year. And then also they have a special event cigar, which is like the little A. It's like a petite uh, Corona. Um, and it is... Uh, but the Caliphate Churchill is the number 10 cigar of 2021 for LLC Fumar takes an absolute game changer of a cigar in terms of your everyday smoke. This is a cigar that I, I could literally smoke every day. I do smoke it frequently. I think it's a great cigar just to grab anytime. It's one of those cigars that, you know, while it's deep in flavor and it has a little bit more robust flavor, you think of it more of as a heavy handed. Okay. I want to smoke it more towards the end of the day or maybe after a heavy meal. I could smoke this cigar anytime. In fact, I could probably smoke it in the morning too with coffee. I think it's absolutely just a really versatile blend. And I think it's the best thing that McAuliffe has ever done, uh, hands down. And I do like a lot of their other blends. People have heard me talk about some of their other cigars. Um, I think it's the best cigar that they have ever done. And it would be foolish of me not to include them in my top 10. Uh, they come in at the number 10 spot. So congratulations to McAuliffe for the McAuliffe A Churchill. So great, uh, great stuff there. The folks over there. Um, at uh, McAuliffe for coming in at the number 10 spot. Number nine, uh, this cigar, number nine, is the return of a former number two cigar of the year winner uh, from two years ago. It didn't make the list last year. This company didn't make the list last year, uh, but it comes back in 2021 with a really unique cigar, considering the fact that I'm actually not a big gauge smoker. Uh, this was actually uh, a cigar that I really loved the blend and I smoked it in a couple of other different blends. And, and, and I, I certainly do like it in the other Vitolas, but I started smoking the heck out of this particular Vitola and I absolutely dig it. And that's uh, an offering from Aroma Craft to back. It's their Baca Oda Benga. So it is a really nice, chunky, 
smaller cigar, again, bigger gauge. A lot of people are probably like, Bear, what is going on? Where's the Lanceros? Why are you not talking about smaller gauge cigars? But I'm telling you guys, the Oda Benga uh, from the, in the Baca blend is absolutely lights out four and a half by 60. Yes, I said it, a 60 gauge. I can tell you, you guys are missing something if you're not smoking that Batola. It is phenomenal. I really, really enjoyed it. I smoke a lot of them. I get them whenever I can. Uh, so really, really, uh, really good stuff here. So um, um, so congratulations to the guys over at Aroma Craft Tobacco coming in at number nine. Number nine. So I feel like we're cruising pretty quickly through this. Um, this is like we're, you know, 20 minutes in and I've already into the top 10 cigar. Usually this show, this show, show takes like two hours to do. We're not going to go two hours guys tonight. So this is probably going to be the shortest cigar on, on influence, but uh, uh, Coop, I know you're probably thinking that your influence on Gordos is, is, is kind of influenced me. Um, you know what? Um, maybe it has, maybe it is, maybe I'm just trying to shut you up. I don't know, but I'm just saying it was really good that you had a cup, you had a Lancero inside of your, uh, inside of your top to your top 30 this year. So I know, and you do actually have, you actually named a Lancero number one cigar of the year. So I'm proud of you. Okay. So you're expanding too. So this isn't just about me. This is about you too. Um, <laughs> and all of us out there. So, uh, Brian, I appreciate it. Yeah. You like it quick. You want it quick and fast too. I know, but come on, man, you're, you're a chef. You know, it's low and smoke, low and slow. A lot of, glad to get those, got to let those flavors marry and everything. You know what I'm talking about? All right. <laughs> number eight guys uh number eight coming in now this cigar i smoked for the very first time just before about a year ago so just before the new year last year i smoked this cigar this particular votella live on cigar coop primetime special edition um with uh one of the people behind it and it was a cigar i lit up and it absolutely blew me away um I was, I mean, I was absolutely captivated by it. I think it was one of those cigars that, you know, when you first light up, and again, it's another Churchill, which again, we talked about that Vitola here a little bit ago, but I, I have to say that this, this Vitola is getting underrated. And if manufacturers are paying attention, I think what we've noticed about over the years and a lot of the trends that happen in the cigar industry is finding the next thing. And it's always, it's not about the next new thing. It's not about the next new, new it's about reigniting excitement over something that has kind of fallen by the wayside in some cases. I think the Churchill could be the next new thing. I think the Mother Church is onto something. I think this cigar is onto something. I think there's a lot of great cigars. Davidoff does an incredible job with their Churchills, both the namesake and the size. The size is phenomenal. And yeah, I understand that we're living in a society where people are wanting to rotate in and out of cigars. And, and you know what? My history notwithstanding i like small smaller cigars for the most part but if you make a fantastic churchill i will find the time to smoke it um which proves why number eight cigar of my top 10 list of 2021 is the monte cristo 1935 anniversary anniversary nicaraguan churchill um absolutely phenomenal blew me away I smoked it with raf live on the air with rafael nodal and i said and i was blown away i said man this this cigar is really interesting and he not, he didn't take offense to it. He was like, wait, interesting how? Because, you know, when people say interesting, sometimes they means like they're trying not to be mean. In my case, it was highly complimentary. It was a really interesting blend, very deep um, in flavor. Excellent, excellent, beautiful spice. 
uh, just absolutely blew me away. I loved that cigar. It was just a wonderful, wonderful, fantastic cigar. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, and um, I, I really think that if you have not tried it in the Churchill, or if you haven't tried this blend, it's something you definitely go need to go check out. It is not, I repeat, it is not your standard Monte Cristo. So don't let the name fool you. If you're not a Monte Cristo fan, or it's been a while since you smoked Monte Cristo, don't go to this one and think it's going to be the same old, same old, because it's not. It's truly phenomenal. So um, that puts us at number seven. Number seven. Um, so number seven, uh, another strong showing for, this is the third appearance for this particular manufacturer on this list with two honorable mentions to their name already. Um, Got to hand it to uh, the folks at... Uh, Tabaculera Pichardo, uh, Luciano Meirelles and Erario Pichardo putting together some amazing cigars in the past couple of years. And this cigar was no different. This makes my number seven cigar of 2021, the Pichardo Classico Sumatra. And that's the light powder blue. So they've been doing a lot of under the Pichardo name and the Classico name. So you want to make sure that um, you, you're checking out the right one. So it's the, it's the light powder blue with the gold, uh, the gold fonts, uh, Sumatra wrapper unbelievable smoke beautiful construction this is the thing i'm going to get i'm going to get in trouble here because luciano gets we've had this discussion about the tobacco but i think i think it's incredible what they do with inside the filler is omentepe now omentepe tobacco from nicaragua has a tendency to be overpowering if misused and i've had this discussion with luciano and i know he's probably watching and he's probably getting upset with me because he doesn't want people to <laughs> we had this discussion at PCA this year where he was just like, don't, 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 you know, don't let people talk bad about Omatepe. I'm not talking bad about Omatepe. I like the tobacco if it's used well. And this is a textbook example of how it can be used and be, can be used in a delicate blend because it is a delicate blend with the Sumatran wrapper it has a really nice, beautiful flavor to it. There's a gorgeous minerality to it, a creaminess, uh, to the cigar. I really, really enjoyed this cigar. I smoked a ton of it this past year. Um, and I thought it was just an absolutely phenomenal blend. Um, and it only comes in one size. Uh, I think they're going to be releasing sub subsequent sizes or they might have a special event size that they do. Um, but I believe it's like a Toro, uh, which is the Pichardo Classico Sumatra. So uh, that comes in at my number seven cigar. Um, so um, Going on to number six. So number six. Yeah, number six. Um, yeah, Jay, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I know you're watching. Um, so, so yes, uh, that means that there, uh, for 2021, uh, that uh, Ace Prime doesn't have another cigar in the top 10. Uh, so Fiat Lux is not, is not eligible. For, uh, still technically eligible for next year. Just, you know, put a feather in your cap for that one. But, um, but no, spoiler alert. The Fiat Lux will not be on the remaining top 10 of the of the list here, but the Pichardo Classico Sumatra here. Number six. Uh, well, this one actually might shock a few people um, because of uh, a lot of my reputation for loving this particular blender and uh, naming his cigar a couple of years ago, uh, actually predicting that his cigar would be the number one cigar of the year uh, for Cigar Aficionado and getting it right. Um, and then uh, subsequently naming that same blend my top my number one cigar of the year as well uh and this would make number six the ep Carrillo pledge prequel uh be coming in at number six um again this might shock you people like barry you liked i thought you liked pledge better than encore or i thought you thought that they were pretty equal to cigars this should have been the number one cigar in your list easy right 
Well, again, we go back to the criteria and it was also about frequency of smoke and believe it or not, um, this cigar was actually hard to get. And so the frequency actually went down um, because I wasn't able to get a hold of it as much. And, uh, and there were other cigars to do it. So, and that's okay. The cigar is phenomenal. I think the blend's phenomenal. It was, it was the number one cigar of the year for Cigar Aficionado. He has two number one cigars in the past three years. Um, I love uh, Ernesto Perez Carrillo Jr.'s uh, blending. Everyone knows that. Um, and that's why it's on my top 10 list. So it comes in at number six, the EP Carrillo Pledge prequel number five so coming into the top five so let's let's go back here and do a quick review number 10 the mccallif a churchill number nine roma craft baca Otabenga. number eight monte cristo 1935 anniversary nicaraguan churchill number seven the pichardo classico sumatra number six we just talked about the ep carrillo pledge prequel rounds up the bottom five of the top 10 cigars so we're going into top five territory here this is rounding third well not quite but we've got a few more to go so number five um this is a cigar that i actually really enjoyed i enjoyed i got to smoke a pre-release of it i got to and i really enjoyed it then and i feel like the cigar got better and better and better as the year went on and as i smoked it i absolutely love the final product uh the final packaging i think the team that put it together did a great job what it represents um, of course, it all has to be of what the cigar smokes and tastes like. But I mean, I just loved everything about this particular project and the cigar was fantastic to boot. So uh, really well done um, by the team over at Alec and Bradley. So congratulations to Alec and Bradley Rubin for putting together the number five cigar of the Yellows Fumar Takes uh, top 10 cigars for 2021. The Alec Bradley Kintsugi Robusto comes in at number five for 2021. Um, so great, great stuff there. Congratulations to those gents. Again, I love the project, what it represents. You know, it, you know, it talks about the, you know, when something is fractured and putting it together and making it even more beautiful than its original making. And there's a lot to be said about the industry now uh, and the fragmentation of our industry and everything. And and I feel like we're, I feel like we're, we're mending wounds. I feel like we're getting towards it. There's a, you know, there's still a long ways to go in some cases, uh, you know, you know, with uh, TPE and PCA coming up uh, this year, we're going to see how things go and uh, how the industry continues to work together uh, to progress and do positive things. And I'm, I'm really excited about the direction uh, that we're going. And I think we're, we're kind of, we're doing a really great job about mending those, mending those things. So. Uh, congratulations again to the folks over at Alec Bradley. Uh, the Alec Bradley uh, Kintsugi Robusta comes in at number five. Number four. All right. Number four. Um, uh, <laughs> number five made few, they made a few people kind of fall off their chair there. So I'm kind of exciting. I'm, I'm enjoying this. All right, number four. Uh, this cigar is going to make a few people chuckle as well. Um, remember what I said about criteria. It had to be the cigar that I've smoked in the last, um, for the first time in the last 18 months. And I, truly, truth be told, I hadn't. Um, I got to say, I'm really excited about this brand uh, for the past year. And I, what it, I have a feeling that it probably will make an appearance on next year's list too. 
Uh, this is a cigar company that has not made my top 10 list before, and it's coming in at number four. I smoked an absolute ton of these, and I'm actually going to probably smoking a ton more because I'm probably going to go get some here at Michael's here in just a little bit uh, when I wrap this show up. I know Brandon's excited about that. So, uh, <laughs> so this is a cigar company that has never made my top 10 list. I think they're going to be making next year's top 10 with a couple of uh, selections that they released this past year. Um, they will be eligible for that list. Um, but the cigar that makes number four of the top uh, 10 cigars for 2021 for all Supermarket cakes is the Rocky Patel Edition Unico 2011 Toro. Yeah. Uh, it is absolutely sensational. I don't know what else to say about it. I smoked this cigar for the first time, I don't know, about a year ago. And I couldn't believe that I had never smoked it before. And I couldn't believe how good it was. I just absolutely kind of fell in love with it. That was fantastic. Can't stop smoking them. Probably won't stop smoking them. They're unbelievable. So uh, people are already texting me. This is ridiculous. Um, so uh, it's a wonderful wonderful cigar if you guys haven't tried it like me go out and smoke it i think it's i think it's tremendous like i said uh i know brandon's excited because i'm going to go get some right now after this show's over so um the rocky patel uh dision unico 2011 toro makes number four on my top 10 list of 2021 all right here we are the top three the money makers the ones that everybody talks about the top three cigars of 2021 this is these are some really really unique cigars um, that i was really really excited about um interestingly enough two out of the three have the same wrapper and it's a wrapper that historically i haven't been too fond of um that's a stretch i don't really gravitate towards it you know i'm more of a bolder smoker for the most part i like to smoke medium full to full bodied cigars um but in the last few years i've kind of really grown to appreciate the milder blends. And uh, I think that's kind of representative a little bit of this year's list. So, um, but it, it, in either case, uh, the number three cigar of the year uh, is a cigar that when I first smoked it, um, I was absolutely blown away. A very similar reaction to that of the Monte Cristo 1935 anniversary. Um, and I went out of my way to find this particular cigar that made my number three spot on this year list several times. Um, and I thought it was just absolutely wonderful. It's made and manufactured by a blender who landed on my list several times last year as a manufacturer. Um, and it just goes to show that I, I really like his blending style and it proves again, as he lands the number three spot. So congratulations to Henderson Ventura, the Ad Ventura, the Royal Return, the Queen's Pearls, Robusto makes my number three cigar of the year. Um, an absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal blend. Um, just absolutely blew my mind. And uh, I love, I love this cigar. I do. I think it's great. Um, and uh, so number two. Uh, how's the beer tasting, Brandon? Good stuff. I'm enjoying it. Um, I can't really smoke. I tried smoking last year. I've learned my lesson. This is probably what I'm drinking. I've got, I've got to stay hydrated for one, but also the fact that smoking and a cigar and you're doing all of the talking during your top 10 list, it, it's really difficult. So hats off to Coop who pulls us off really well. Cause he's smoking. It feels like his cigar is always smoking when he's doing these top 10 announcements. 
So number two cigar of the year. Um, this is a this is a brand that again another first time brand uh, on the top ten list, um, and um, a brand that I used to smoke an uh, absolute ton of uh, back in the day. Um, used to just gravitate towards it. It was just you know it was accessible. It was good. It was it, you know it was it was blended you know by a blender that I've always I've always really enjoyed. It's always kind of gone to my palate and everything. Um, and I absolutely just think this cigar is fantastic. This was a very unique. And then, so this, this brand went over kind of a, a makeover in years past and, uh, they, and the, the person, the people behind it have kind of put together, uh, a relaunch of some of these blends that, uh, and brands that, you know, I grew up smoking sort of, so to speak and everything. Um, but there's a couple of unique offerings and this being one of them. Um, so. I really got to hand it to this to these two particular individuals who were behind the cigar because they they took a cigar that in its face at face value isn't terribly unique. You know, it's tobaccos from not just one country, but from one region. And they made it a very unique cigar smoking experience for that. And I can't stop smoking them either. And say what you will about cedar wrapping cigars it does add a degree of nuance to it. And I think that in this case is actually the winning combination for this one. Um, whenever I smoke the cigar, I'm immediately transported uh, back to the first time I went into a premium cigar lounge because it had that cedary tobacco smoke. You could tell the aroma is very, very nostalgic for me. Um, so I got to hand it to um Justin Andrews and AJ Fernandez of Diesel Cigars for the Diesel Esteli uh, Puro Toro for my number two cigar of the year. All right. So that about wraps it up. Oh, oh, that's right. The number one cigar of the year. That's right. All right, so <laughs> number one cigar of the year. Uh, so before we get that, let's drum roll this one more time. Let's go back through the top 10 real quick. Number 10, the McAuliffe Churchill. Number nine, the Roma Craft Baca Otabenga. Number eight, the Monte Cristo 1935 anniversary, Nicaraguan Churchill. Number seven, Pichardo Classico Sumatra. Number six, the EP Carrillo Pledge prequel. Number five, the Alec Bradley Kintsugi Robusto. Number four, Rocky Patel Edition Unico 2011 Toro. Number three, Adventura, the Royal Return, the Queen's Pearls Robusto, number two, Diesel Esteli Piro Toro, and the number one cigar of 2021 for El Osufumar takes is none other than, let me go ahead and pull it out, is none other than a cigar manufactured at Oveja Negra called the Dissident Rave. Yes. So the Dissident Rave is the number one cigar of 2021 uh, cigar that I have been smoking for the last year and a half at nauseum. I have absolutely adored it. Uh, the original um, original owner of Dissident Benjamin, well, not the original, the second owner of Dissident Benjamin Holt and James Brown of Oveja Negra put this blend together. And it's now uh, Dissident is now owned by the Coburns. This was recently announced in the last couple of weeks. So congratulations to the new owners of Dissident. Uh, you get a number one cigar of the year, the Coburns. You uh, can uh, pick up your t-shirts on the way out, I guess. I will have t-shirts made for you, uh, but congratulations to you. The Dissident Rave 
is the number one cigar of 2021. A, and again, this kind of goes back to a cigar. James Brown um, has done a tremendous job with this blend because, again, this is a wrapper, you know, the Ecuadorian Connecticut shade that I've just not gravitated towards in recent years, uh, until recent years. And here we are with two cigars in the top three adorning, uh, adorned with this wrapper. So uh, hats off to the blenders behind it. Hats off to the manufacturers um, and all the people that put all of these cigars together and make this a fantastic industry, uh, make these fantastic cigars that we get to sit, that we get to enjoy, that we get to smoke, that we get to do it with friends that we, friends and family that we love and enjoy so much. So um, those are my top 10 cigars of the year. So again, let's go ahead and let's do it in order now. Congratulations to the Coburns, the new owners of Dissident. The number one cigar of 2021 is the Dissident Rave. Number two, Diesel, Esteli Piero Toro. Number three, the Adventure of the Royal Return of the Queen's Pearls, Robusto. Rocky Patel, Edition Unico, 2011, Toro. The number five cigar of the year, the Alec and Bradley Kintsugi, Robusto. Number six, the EP Carrillo. Pledge prequel number seven, Pichardo Classico Sumatra. Number eight, Monte Cristo, 1935 anniversary, Nicaraguan Churchill. The number nine, Roma Craft, Baca, Otabenga. And number 10, the McAuliffe A. Churchill. Make the top 10 cigars of 2021. Congratulations to everyone. And thank you so much for tuning in tonight, guys. This was probably my shortest show on record. Yeah, it's not even an hour. You're welcome. <laughs> I really can't thank you all enough for making uh, tuning in each and every week. Uh, we've got some fantastic shows planned for some great uh, for some great takes uh, to kick off 2022. But we kick off every new year with our top 10 cigars of the previous year. And I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this year's list. Be sure to support your local tobacconist like Michael's Tobacco. Um, wherever you go, wherever you smoke and whatever you do, smoke your lo uh, smoke local and support your local tobacconists. And uh, whether you agree or disagree with my list, I'd love to hear those discussion points. Love to hear what you guys think. And it doesn't matter. Whatever you guys do, enjoy the cigars that you smoke and enjoy it with people that you love um, because that's what they're made for. So for everyone out there, this is Bear Duplessis live from Michael's Tobacco of Keller. This is LO's Fumar Takes, take 195, our top 10 cigars of 2021. And guess what, everybody? We'll see you next time.